See before it's too late, there's not long. Hey, I'm coming to you from deep in the heart of the state of independence, the birthplace of American liberty, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I am your Thursday host of the National Intel Report live on Republic Broadcasting Network in Liberty Lighthouse on Mojo 50 Radio and Patriot Nation, oh, Patriot Nation Radio Network. I am Peter Seraphine. A man, a legend, with, with a great an, beard, with the greatest beard in radio. This guy is the sweetest, nicest, most gentlest person you've ever met in your life. The man's really insightful and pretty freaking smart. With wit, sharp like safety scissors. I would, I would walk over hot coals for this guy. With that golden voice behind the microphone. He's got a big, fat, juicy, beautiful brain. The Nostradamus of political prognostication. Your host, Peter Seraphine. Hey, wherever you're watching or listening to this broadcast from, I want you to remember that free speech is not free, and neither are free speech networks. All of these networks have costs. They have expenses. They have pay for computers and servers space and satellite broadcast and all the things that they do. And they can't do any of those things without your help. So go to their, their websites and support them however you can. Whether that's a donation directly to fund the organization or whether it's purchasing merchandise from their store or using their affiliate links and going and buying somebody else's stuff, but using their code, help free speech stay alive. And tonight in the second segment, so the bottom of this here first hour, we got Colonel retired, Colonel Michael Ford from uh, American Free News Network is going to join us briefly. But other than that, I have to say, I have to be completely honest with you. I am ill prepared. I don't have my several pages of notes that I normally have when I sit down behind the microphone. I've been very busy remodeling a bathroom. Let me take a little, a little second here and tell you how this project's been going. So I ripped out the, uh, you know, the, the tub surround in the shower part. And behind that, well, there was, you know, laminate particle board stuff. And behind that was NDF or MDF, medium density fiberboard, particle board, right? The crap that cheap knockdown furniture is made out of. Why? Why on earth would anybody put that in, in a bathroom? So, you know, deal with it. And then I decide to uh, take out the sink and I took out the cabinet, the vanity cabinet. And well, the floor tile that somebody had put in, it didn't go under the vanity. They just tiled up to the edge of the vanity. And guess what the floor under the vanity was made out of? It was MDF too. More particle board. And oh, in the corner there, the particle board looks like it's gotten wet from a toilet leak at some point. 
And when you look over at the toilet, well, the tile, it was didn't go under the toilet either. The tile went up to the edge of the toilet and was mortared in around the toilet. So every step I took to try to fix this mess led to more work. So now we've got a new bathtub and we got a new shower surround. We got concrete fiberboard laid down for a subfloor. We put mortar in on top of that because it needed to be leveled off. And now we're going to put in new tile. And I took this week off from my regular day job in order to work on this bathroom. I have one more day off of work and I am nowhere near done. I'm very disappointed in myself, very disappointed in, uh, well, the whoever put all that cheap particle board stuff in a bathroom. That's just silly. And we got a hello from the chilly northern Minnesota. Like those. Welcome to the show. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for watching the video and, and, and commenting. I, I like to see those comments. I like to put them on the screen when they're worthwhile. You can watch the video live stream at uh, Twitch and Twitter and DLive and Facebook and YouTube. And you can also watch them on the Republic Broadcasting Network YouTube and Facebook pages. Now, that's caught a little bit of attention from some of the other hosts of the network. Apparently, nobody has live streamed to our to the network YouTube page in a long time. And in fact, if you go to Republic Broadcasting Network on YouTube, you'll see that there are two videos that are over two years old. And then if you go over to the, click the live tab, you'll see four, now five, of this show, this Thursday evening National Intel Report of Just Me. Well, one of the other show hosts noticed that and contacted me and said, how did you do that? So I told them, and then I sent an email to all of the hosts. So hopefully more of the Republic Broadcasting Network hosts might turn on a camera and start live streaming back to the YouTube and Facebook channels until, uh, until they get banned because they will, you know, we, we all know YouTube, the censorship Nazis in particularly at YouTube will come around and knock down Republic Broadcasting in no time at all. So, like I was saying, because of getting drawn into this bathroom remodel, making it way bigger and more work than I expected, I got no show prep. I don't have the four pages of notes that I normally have when I sit down behind the microphone. I've got a couple of little tiny things written on a tab, on, on like a pocket-sized tab, just a little something. So, I'm going to rely on your phone calls tonight. I need you to help me last for two hours. Because if it's just me talking without prep, you're going to hear me sounding like an idiot. Nobody wants that. So get your, your dial-in finger ready and get ready to dial 512-248-8252. And if you must use the toll-free number, it's 800-313-9443. While I wait for you to call in and give me what it is that you would like to talk about, I have a couple of things jotted down. Now, you all know I'm in the heart of Pennsylvania, right smack in the middle, little town called Belfont in Center County. To give you an idea of how central Pennsylvania we are, Center County. 
And, well, one of our senators from the great state of Pennsylvania is in the hospital again. You all remember Senator John Fetterman. John Fetterman, who had a stroke while on the campaign trail, who really didn't campaign much because he had a stroke while on the campaign trail. And when it came time for the one debate that that he agreed to do, he had to have a Joe Biden-sized teleprompter that spelled out the questions being asked of him because he was having trouble, as a stroke victim often does, having trouble understanding the spoken word. This is that is no criticism of John as a person. It is, you know, it happens to stroke victims, and I wish him the best health of possible. I want him to be healthy and happy and all of those. I want everybody to be healthy and happy. But it made me question whether or not he was fit to be a member of Congress, fit to be senator. How do you debate and argue on the floor of the Senate if you can't understand the spoken word? You can't process the spoken word. That was my argument from the get-go. Well, back on February 8th, he was feeling lightheaded and saw the on-call doctor there in the Capitol building and went to the hospital. When he got out, I'm sorry, I, that, I don't think that was February 8th. He got out on February 8th. If I, so he, he was released from the hospital on February 8th. Well, guess what? Yesterday, February 15th, exactly one week later, he's back in the hospital again. This time, he is, he, he checked himself into, well, he checked himself in for psych, not psychiatric care. That makes it sound bad. He, um, well, clinical depression is, is what he checked himself in for. So he's being treated inpatient for clinical depression. What are we, um, two months into his term as senator? And this is the second time he's been hospitalized. And we're still not sure that he's recovered from his stroke enough to be doing his job. And thank you, Sarah, for sharing out the links to the show. Greatly appreciate that. That's one thing you can always do to help any network is uh, let everybody know that you're watching or listening. Share out links, whether it's the audio or the video. You know what? Something else you can do to help these free speech networks, even if you listen to or watch the show live, subscribe to the podcast someplace and download it. Even if you don't listen to it, just download it. It helps. It helps the algorithms. And uh, <clears throat> hey, Craig Wait, first time here, just heard about the link. Thank you very much, Craig. Thanks for joining the show. So, John Fetterman. I still don't think he's fit to hold office. I don't think he is fit to be a senator. I don't think he has recovered well enough from his stroke and now his clinical depression to be in Congress. So what do we do about that? Is inpatient for clinical depression reason enough to have him removed from office? I don't know the answer to that. I might think so. If you know somebody is clinically depressed, how are they going to vote 
on whatever issue that's before them. You can't trust their state of mind. Or can you? Like, is that normal? Is it okay? I don't think so. But that's my personal opinion. You can tell me what you think by calling 512-248-8252. The other big thing that's in the news. Well, you know what? Before before we switch topics, why don't we uh, pop in one of these little sponsor ads? Proud to be partnering with Cedar Mill Fine Firearms. Cedar Mill Fine Firearms does some of the coolest firearms cases you'll find anywhere. Have you ever wanted to carry your AR-15 discreetly? How about a rifle case that looks like a guitar case until you open it up? Go to cedarmillfirearms.com and use the code LIGHTHOUSE the next time you're looking for a cleaning kit or a case to carry your firearms. That's cedarmillfirearms.com and use the code LIGHTHOUSE. Okay, so I guess the big thing in the news lately is the uh, the Chinese spy balloon and the four other objects that we've shot out of the sky. Okay. We, uh, we shot a bunch of stuff out of the sky. And every time we do that, you know, there's the threat of causing war. There's also the cost. I mean, the missile costs like $200,000 or something like that. It's craziness. But Biden has some interesting points and takes about, about these objects. But before we get to that, we got our first callers. We got Chuck in Texas on line one. Chuck? Hey, guys. How Thank you doing? Here. Um, you know, we can, we can look at all this stuff and, and say, you know, the, America is now insane. Okay. <laughs> there's no changing it. There's no fighting it. When you can get somebody like Fetterman, you know, elected, uh, come on, really? So what do we, what, you know, we can gripe about the problems or we can deal with them and do something about them. If you're not a prepper now, are you, are you totally blind? They just wiped out, you know, Ohio's um, agriculture. Forget the fact that it's, if it were a black community that this happened in, it'd be, oh, my God, everyone's on deck. Yeah, it all depends on social justice. They just poisoned a good portion of America's food. We can all talk about the problems we have. We can look at these crazy, you know, these crazy states that elect people that are absolute morons, or I would put it more bluntly and say these are evil people that are being elected. Well, so what do we do about it? You prep. And that's the hard part, getting people to quit, quit griping and do something yourself. How many chickens do you own? I mean, I thought my city council, you know, when they changed the rules here in Crowley, Texas, you know, told me I could suddenly only have two chickens. I fought them to a standstill. Walked in with a video camera, said, welcome to YouTube. <laughs> you know, walked up there and said, I'm, no, you're not going to take away my rights. And then you know, when I made a YouTube channel and a Facebook page with Crowley, Texas on it, they decided I was too damn much trouble to bother with. And I've got a half a dozen, well, I've got more than a dozen chickens running around my property right now. I've got rabbits, I've got bees, and my neighbors now are getting 
you know, chickens. Because I stood up and I said, no, you're not going to do this. Did you? If did Americans you... don't stand up for themselves, if you're going to be a Walmart syncopant and wait for the Republican Party to save you or Donald Trump or whoever, don't gripe you know, when you find yourself homeless and hungry. Did you see the? Uh, if your the hands are clean at the end of every day, if your hands are clean because you have not touched a piece of dirt right now, which is the time when you should be planting your garden, if your hands are clean, don't tell me that you're an American. Don't tell me you have a right to anything. All right, hold on, you don't. Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Let give me a chance to talk to. Him. Did, you see, <laughs> did you see the story on Fox? I, I think it was a, a teenage kid who now supplies eggs to a local restaurant. He's making a mint doing it because the the uh, the local restaurant, you know, the price of eggs went through the roof and somebody who had chickens was like, well, I'll sell you eggs. Um, I completely agree. Not enough people are self-sufficient anymore. We rely on everything. You know, we, we, it's too convenient. You just go to the store and get it. Uh, there are also those of us that live in towns where... You know, like, I'm not allowed to have chickens or ducks or any kind of birds other than, you know, parakeets in my house. But I can have a garden, and I, I, I do plant a garden every year. It doesn't do terribly well because I don't get a whole lot of sunlight. But I hear what you're saying entirely. There was a time not very long ago that the prepper was considered crazy. Do you remember the, the TV show that came out, the, the prepper's TV show? everybody laughed doomsday preppers yeah yeah, yeah that was doomsday it. preppers trying to make fools out of us yeah right and and it was it was a joke but now it's it seems pretty smart and I, i've got about a month's worth of food on hand at any point in time I, my logic for choosing a month is i don't want to die because of something stupid that was fixed in two weeks but i also don't want to live if it's the zombie apocalypse so, so I have a month's worth of something, just to, just in just in case. Well, here's the thing: I've got enough food stored that if hell, if there was an EMP, I've got the I've got a grain mill, and I, I, I I'm in town. I live in town. I happen to have a quarter uh, a corner lot house. That uh, total is about a quarter of an acre. Well, half of that's what I call my prep area. The wife, you know, she's got her yard and I've got my area. But I've got enough food stored where I can make bread for my neighborhood. Nice. Well, you know, I've been doing this for over a decade. You know, seeing it coming, people are just suddenly waking up and going, oh, my God, they're not crazy. Right. You know, I mean, and storing food for long term is not hard. And right now, if people aren't prepping right now, going down and buying Mylar bags, uh, five-gallon buckets, and buying all the rice and beans and all the stuff that they laugh at us about, doing it right now and stacking up. You can't stack enough food, period. Because when you're the only one not there going to the, to the government begging for food, if you're not, they're going to know you're a prepper. So don't yeah. hide that you're a prepper. No, don't hide. But don't that. turn around and tell your neighbors, go screw yourself. Offer them help. Say, yeah, I'll help you. But here's the deal. Here's my rototiller. 
turn your backyard into a garden. Good and advice. And I get 20% of the yield next year. <laughs> there you go. Help them out, yeah. I mean, make it real. I mean, this has always been my philosophy. Forever, people, you know, preppers are, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to hide the fact that I'm a prepper. Well, you're not, when you're the only one not in the food line, they're going to know you're a prepper. Yeah. Now, you can have rabbits. Oh, you live in town. Well, unless you have one of these postage stamp yards, it doesn't take a lot of shed to have a few rabbits. No, I'm, not out here, I'm out here right now. I, I, I'm right out here right now breeding, you know, some of my rabbits. Because it's time to start rabbits. producing. And I've got chickens, and I've got bees, and oh, by the way, uh, I'm not allowed to either. I'm, everything I'm doing is completely against their rules. Hey, I agree. I'm damn inconvenient to bother with. Hmm? I agree. I'm going I'm to have to let you go though, because I got another caller, and only like two minutes before the break. All right, brother. You have a great day. Hey, thanks for the call. I greatly appreciate it. And Chuck's right. We do need to we, we need to be self-sufficient again. We've we've forgotten that. You remember your grandparents? Your grandparents weren't preppers the way they are today, but your grandparents had a garden. And they took what was in the garden and they canned it so that they had food year round. And we got we got a comment here from somebody that says, Well, we you know, my growing season, you know, we can't plant until May. And that's I believe, yeah, this is this is the person that's from uh, North, I think it was Northeast Minnesota. They can't plant till the end of May, really short growing season there. And hey, you know, there are things you can grow in different climates. So you know your climate, you know what you can or can't grow, grow that. Like I said, I have, I have trouble growing a garden. I have too many really tall trees around me. I get very little sunlight, only a few things I can grow. So I grow them. And then I have, you know, I've got the freeze-dried emergency backup food, too. And then, you know, I always have dried beans on hand and some other very shelf-stable shelf stable foods available. So we got you got to be more self-sufficient. You don't want to end up in a food line. Nobody wants to stand waiting for handouts of food. Now, Mike in Kentucky, I have talked too long, so I'm going to hold you over until after the break. If you if stay on hold for me, I greatly appreciate it. It is commercial time. We will be back in three minutes, my friends. John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit 
blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this. Just because you steal and terminate the Republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the Republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. Thank you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show. Tuesday at 9 central and Wednesday at 1 central. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our thief and rock will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it, and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products. Clean and fresh in your house, or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful... Or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S, secret. S-U-S-A-N-A-S-Secret.com. You're tuned in to the National Intel Report, the real talk radio show, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. That's right, it is the National Intel Report, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Network. <laughs> and as, and I, as promised, I promised, we're going to this, this half hour with a with a guest, Colonel Michael Ford, retired Colonel Michael Ford from uh, American Free News Network. Welcome to the show, Colonel. Glad to be here. It's just a wonderful, another wonderful day in paradise in the Biden regime and and senators being elected that can't spell their own names and have to check themselves into the hospital. <laughs> Ain't America great. Yeah, I was talking about that particular senator just a moment ago. Um, so what's going on at American Free News Network this week? Well, we're, we're keeping busy. We're uh, steadily, uh, steadily bringing new authors on board, and we're enjoying that. Uh, we're really, really excited about getting not just folks that are in my peer group, you know, a bunch of old has-been retired colonels wandering around with nothing to do. But we also want people that are actually doing stuff for a living out there, and we're doing we're doing fairly well at that. Uh, we have uh, one lady who is a um, a farmer, and we have another lady who is a uh, a widow of a uh, special forces soldier who uh, died on active duty. Um, and and we're trying to move across the spectrum of American American life. You know, we really aren't looking for people that all they do is talk about 
what other people do. We're, we're looking for people that are, uh, that actually know how to do stuff. And, and we're starting to get some really good traction on that. So I'm, I'm pretty fired up about that. That's great. I have to say, I really loved your uh, missing Valentine's Day article. That was a, that was an adorably cute little article. Um, the big synopsis, synopsis of it is uh, the colonel here went out hunting or fishing or something with a friend and then came back to the wife who was like, you missed Valentine's Day dinner. And he made up some big story about some hot chick with a broke with a flat tire and and checking into a hotel. And she called him on it right away. She was like, don't tell me that crap. You were out hunting with that ne'er-do-well. <laughs> well, you know, I, I tried the old uh, plea to a lesser included offense, but she she wasn't buying it. <laughs> a lesser if offense. So so picking up a hot chick on the road and taking her to a hotel is a lesser offense than going hunting with a friend. Well, you know, in the in the case where she knows she knows I wouldn't be doing that kind of thing, so <laughs> you know, she figured it out right away. She is she a retired high school principal, so she's inherently smarter than a beat down old infantry officer. So so she immediately knew that you know you you didn't pick up some hot chick, and therefore you must have been hunting with a friend. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I was just about to move along and talk about these. Uh, well flying objects shall we say the the balloon and then the four maybe balloons but not really balloons we don't know what they are but we're going to shoot them out of the sky anyway well they're benign and and one of the things that i always do if anything that is benign is not a threat the first thing i do is shoot it yeah oh that's that makes perfect sense to me right indeed um (laughs) i've been talking to a number of my friends uh although i have my private pilot's license i'm not by any in any stretch of the imagination, a driver. So I've talked to you know one of my buddies who's um, used to fly airplanes on and off, moving airfields out in the. Um, and I've talked to a couple other folks that you know that are really no kidding physicists and chemists. And the bottom line is, there's no reason why, physically, that they couldn't have shot that thing down with some 20 millimeter Vulcan guns. By the way, uh, 20, 20 millimeter Vulcan means never having to say you're sorry. It's a nice little round. Um, and from what I understand, every uh, pursuit aircraft that we have in the inventory was able to achieve that at altitude, um, even the unclassified uh, altitude uh, that, I, that I looked up is you know well within the parameters. So all they had to do was get within a mile of the thing, put enough uh, rounds in it to let the air leak out and have it come down on dirt in the United States softly where we could recover the payload. So I'm not sure why that we went about doing this the way we did it. Yep. We, uh, we're having a little problem with your audio there, Colonel. Uh, you don't happen to have a, a pair of earbuds or something that you can use for a microphone. There's it's, it's, it's quite chattery. It, it's almost like it's cutting off and cutting, coming back on every time you speak. And there's a sound every time you do it. Um, I'm sorry. I can make that happen for the next time. Okay. How's that? I guess we'll just deal with it. Um, I, I, I have the same question. You know, they're using these, these, these missiles that cost like $200,000 a missile. And the first one was a balloon. You knew it was a balloon. It was clearly a balloon. Why did you have to shoot a $200,000 missile at it? Why couldn't you have opened up a Gatlin gun for a minute? I'm not as as bent out of shape. Don't take me wrong, because I, I I don't like the way the military spends money. I'm not as bent out of shape about the cost of the missile as the opportunity 
to bring it down to a soft landing and recover the technology intact. Right. And yeah, and putting a couple of smaller holes in it would have brought it down a lot softer than blowing the whole thing up. Exactly. Now, you have to put a lot of them in there because evidently the Canadians had tried something like this a few years back. And it took the thing like all month to come down and it ended up coming down, I believe, in Finland. Um, so, all right. So, you know, I get that, that the air pressure and some other things going on. I had those conversations with some of my buddies, too. But the bottom line is if you put enough Vulcan rounds in there, you could get it to leak enough to come down, you know, pretty much where you want it to come down and at the rate of descent you want. You just have right. to be willing to do it. Right. Um <laughs> The funny comments. Where's was where's the green arrow when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Don't uh, don't you just look? Don't you just love an audience with a great sense of humor? That's what I makes do. the whole show there. It it does. It it's nice, especially when you're talking about really serious things. It's nice to have comments that make you laugh because I. It's funny. It's you know, out, away from outside of this studio, out in the real world, I think I'm a pretty funny guy. But for some reason, when I sit down in this chair behind this microphone doing this show, I, I almost lose my sense of humor. I, I very rarely go to the funny direction, except for maybe sarcastic comments. And I'm not, I, I don't know why. I guess it's the, the radio persona that I have developed. So um, it helps. When that, the, that's when the part of it. But I, I think part of it is the seriousness of what we see going on. And, you know, I've, I've run into this, uh, this issue with Her Majesty because I get very cranky about things that, that are going on in our government, and it bothers me some of the damage they're doing to rural Americans, uh, whether it's, you know, you know, leaving Americans behind in Afghanistan or writing checks that our grandkids are going to have to end, end up, you know, you know covering. Um, but so sometimes... You know, it's good to, and Her Majesty has demanded that for every 10 or so ugly articles that I write, I have to write something funny or cute or whatever. So that's why the Valentine's Day dinner thing. And, and maybe that's something you ought to adopt. Take a little time to, you know, have, have a little fun on the show. Maybe every Friday have a, you know, callers come in with a, you know, call in with a joke or something. Yeah. We should once a month do a, you know, I, I, I have a, a guest that was on not long ago. He was a comedian and uh, libertarian politically, but he doesn't mix politics and comedy. And I, I tried to tell him, you know, hey, you, you want to do political humor, you can come here and do it without soiling your own brand. But he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, wasn't taking it. But we got someone now watching from the mountains outside of Lake Tahoe. So we got Northeast Minnesota and Lake Tahoe locations that have been told to us by our guests watching the video live stream. That is awesome. Well, how's the weather out there in Lake Tahoe? Send us a note. Let us know. I want to go skiing. Well, you know, here in central Pennsylvania, you, you think Mother Nature may have forgotten winter. You know, the, the groundhog said that we had uh, six more weeks of winter coming, but I'm, I, I would have been in a short sleeve T-shirt all day. It's sunny and beautiful. You know, I'll have uh, – I'm glad you brought that up. I'll have an article up tomorrow. Um, and the, uh, the question in the article is, why do we listen to rodents? And, you know, we listen to, you know, the, the groundhog there about whether or not we're going to have, you know, six more weeks of winter or whatever. Of course, that's in jest. But then we also listen to a, 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 a 10-year-old bartender out in New York City that, you know, 
has no clue about what real economics is, has never ever signed the front of a paycheck. So anyway, but, you might want to check that out. I think that pops up tomorrow around nine o'clock Eastern. But 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 has an economics degree, which I find hilarious. Anyway, uh, do you really believe she has an economics degree? Really? She, she might have the degree. I don't think she earned it. Uh, Forty-seven degrees is the uh, answer for the guest from Lake Tahoe area. Oh, well, that's kind of nice. That's kind of that's kind of kind of nice weather. That's hammock weather. And Minnesota said that they had uh, they had the mid forties for a couple of days too, which is unusual. Well, that's like high summer for them, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. And a mutual friend of ours says hello. Aha. Author Kevin White, another host on the Patriot Nation Radio Network. Well, hey Kevin, good to see you. Okay, so we got these 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 things that we're now shooting out of the sky without even knowing what they are, and we think that they're safe and benign and not related to the Communist Party, and, and we're just shooting them down. Well, you know, I understand that some things need to remain a secret. And one of the things that I admired about Donald Trump is that he, that he understood that one of the things that Russia and China and some other, some other nations that don't like us very much, one of the things that they abhor is ambiguity. Now, if you... If you and, and, and if you talk, if you, if you look at uh, some of the writings from the old Soviet leaders, one of the things that they always craved in a U.S. president is they would know which way he would jump right. or she would jump. Okay. And with Donald Trump, they didn't know that. And with my hero, Ronaldus Magnus, who with malice and forethought ran the Soviet Union out of the game, they didn't know which way he would jump. Okay. And so that, that is important. And, and, and that's something that we need to need to foster. So I understand how sometimes stuff does not need to be made public. But somehow or another, I do not believe that the current occupant in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is playing 4D chess. I'm just, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> but you're right. Uh, any foreign leader wants to know what the United States is going to do, how we're going to react to a situation. Whether they're our allies or our adversary, doesn't matter. They all want to know. They all want that feeling of being able to predict our behavior and that is one thing that donald trump definitely had going for him nobody could predict what donald trump was going to do or say and so, that's important that's very important we always want to keep the mystery there a little bit when it comes to our okay. foreign policy yeah absolutely all right so you have to run you can't stay with us very long tonight colonel so tell us again where do we find american free news network and what might we expect in the next day or two uh, you can find us at uh, AFNN.us. That's Alpha Fox November November.us. Um, and like I said, we have all kinds of writers and we're always looking for more. Um, and you can catch us at the managing editor at AFNN.us. So just send a note to the uh, managing editor and we'll be glad to, uh, to put up with any American citizen who is an American citizen uh, wants to put up there. Uh, coming up this week, uh, tomorrow, like I said, uh, we have uh, I have a little article out about uh, some of the rodents we have in Congress, and um, I also have one of my uh, one of my authors is a uh, retired SES out of the intelligence community, and he has a couple articles coming out this week and next on some of the things that are going on in the background that uh, a lot of us don't know about that have happened in the past 
And supposedly we're done in our name, but we might not agree with the government doing that kind of thing and putting our no. name on it. No. You, are you saying the government might do things that we wouldn't approve of as American citizens? No. I would, I, I, would never, I would never say such a thing much, loudly. All right, Colonel. Thank you very much for stopping by. Greatly appreciate you. We'll see you in about a month. All right. Take care. That was retired Colonel Michael Ford and uh, American Free News Network, AFNN.US. Nominated for his COVID-19 treatment protocols, the late Dr. Zelenko created Z-Stack to help boost your immune system. And when you order Z-Stack, you're not only boosting your immune system, you're also supporting Freedom Fighters Foundation. So boost your immune system by going to ZStackLife.com and use the code LIGHTHOUSE. Be healthier. Support the Freedom Fighters Foundation. Use the code LIGHTHOUSE at ZStackLife.com. Thank you very good. Uh, thank you again, Colonel. I greatly appreciate you. This is a call-in show. Don't forget about that. Call in 512-248-8252. Mike in Kentucky, sorry. Uh, I, I didn't get to your call earlier. If you call back, We'll get you on here just as quick as we can. Anybody, anybody else out there want to, anything to add to the unidentified flying object thing? Uh, you know, the president comes out and says that, you know, they, he thinks they were from private companies, you know, probably just monitoring the weather, not directly related to the Chinese Communist Party, but we shot them down anyway. That seems odd to me. Another thing that seems odd about it is the uh, Department of Defense folks coming out and saying that, you know, they, they changed the aperture on the, uh, the, uh, the radar system. And now they're catching all of these things that they weren't catching before. So what you're telling me is, if, if I'm understanding their statement correctly, what was going on is that, well... They had the radar set to capture, we'll say, airplanes. And anything smaller than an airplane just didn't even show up on, on the radar. So they, literally, on the radar. So they had, they had the sensitivity set in such a way. So then the, the, this one air balloon, we allow it to fly all the way across the country. We, the people, get upset. We think, you know, hey, President, why did you let this thing fly all the way across the country? And the folks in, in, uh, in the Department of Defense say, well, let's make the radar a little more sensitive. So now that they're not only trying to catch these ginormous airplanes, they're catching all kinds of stuff that's always been there. They've just never caught it before. That, that's how I understand that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you've got a better explanation for, for their statement, but that's how I understood it. And uh, let's go to the phones. Mike in Kentucky on line one. Hey, how's it going? Going great. Yeah, that colonel was pretty interesting. I got to go back and get his contact information. I might be able to do some contributions. If he's hey, I'm sure he'd appreciate looking for, that. Looking for writers. Looking for um so it looks like the, there's some talk that we need a shock. It's up on uh, Republic Broadcasting. We need some kind of a, 
New World Order shock transformation. Have you seen that? Gateway Pundit Jim Hoff, the article it's over on Republic uh, Broadcasting. No, I missed. I haven't seen uh, that one. Yeah, Dr. Arturo Breeze says, how is the transition going to happen? Uh, I totally agree that the world order, the way it is built today, doesn't make any sense. That it is not in line with the economic powers like India, Brazil, and Germany. They don't have a massive role in international order. To me, is a big question. How are we going to go through this transformation? It cannot be gradual. It has to be has to be driven by a part, a certain shock that will happen. Uh, so now we will re reconsider this entire no. Some of his grammar doesn't make sense. It's probably translated. Arturo Reese, however that is, if he's Italian, uh, kind of looks Italian, I don't know, but it's up on Republic Broadcasting. Here's a video of it. He's speaking with some guy that looks like he's from India and a a wasp-looking girl in a red dress <laughs> at the World a world Government's uh, Summit. So, um, I don't know, it's just uh, kind of ominous. You know, we, we heard from the project from the New American Century that said we needed to, absent a new Pearl Harbor, it's going to take a long time to do what we want to do, and then, boom, September 11th happened. So, right. It's, it's funny how they keep things. saying these things. They say, you know, they say that, and then, you know, they say, well, Donald Trump's going to face a pandemic and then, you know, COVID-19 and right. Absent a new Pearl Harbor, we'll never be able to get this stuff done. And then September 11th, you're right. It's, it's amazing how these world organizations keep predicting these things, isn't it? Well, I thought it was very, very odd. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily uh, take Alex Jones's perspective on it, but it was useful to find out about Peter Powers on the independent TV in Britain saying that the hair was standing up on the back of his neck. After the drill he was running almost went live, and all those people uh, that got bombed in the London subway, or they call it the London Underground, was in the exact same locations that they were running a drill on, and they had to go to quick time live thinking. And the other odd thing was the double-decker bus got diverted to uh, blow up right in front of the Tavistock Institute, so the human sacrifices got splattered all over that hive of humanism. And it wasn't even supposed to be there, supposedly. But, of course, not. you know, it's just astronomically unlikely to happen, I think. Well, Mike, you know, so. Colonel Ford's email address is editor at AFNN. US. That's one of the things I like about RBN. I can go back and get the archives after the show is off and get that and write it down. All right. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. Thanks for giving it out again. But uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was this uh, kind of double reverse engineered psyop of the uh, shooting in Parkland, Florida, where you know there's there's witnesses that describe more than one shooter coming into the building and decked out mech, like they call it mech for, you know, all the the uh, SWAT team type soldier gear, garb. Okay. And there's no way that this kid could have changed clothes that quick uh, for one of the witnesses uh, hearing shots while she's talking to him walking down the hall. But a couple of times in the last few years, this dad who lost a child during those shootings, lost his daughter has unleashed it on Biden and others for using that event 
to push their politics. And so a lot of the gun rights advocates jump on that story, but when you really read down into the inverted pyramid, the way news is written, he's actually saying that the local sheriff and the uh, um, the failed Obama administration era school discipline policies was what caused this. Now, yeah, it looks I, like I the young... Heard, I, I've definitely so heard they're that calling that for more regulation. Right, of course. Because that's more. always the answer. More regulation and more money fixes everything if you if you uh, are in Washington, D.C. But this is also up on public broadcasting, and one of the things that I found uh, uh, intriguing about that was that uh, this youngster, Nicholas Cruz, had was rather than spelled, was supposed to be put off into a special needs high school or classes for those with... Uh, behavior disorders or whatever they call I can't keep up with what they call this. I don't know about you, but when I was in school, these youngsters were the short bus kids, you know. Yeah. And uh, the can't say that people with uh, autism or whatever they called it back then, they've changed the names of everything, so you can't keep up. But there's a link there for the article about how this Nicholas Cruz should not have been expelled, and he should have been off in a, in a different uh, program for people that have these broken homes or, you know, for whatever reason, they have anger management problems and nutritional issues and behavior disorders. And so uh, also you may remember that nightclub, and I can't remember the name of it, occurred in the same county, Broward County. And it looks like if you look at the videos, there were people carrying, quote, victims away in front of the camera. And then you see off in the, to, the, to the right of the camera shot, you can see the guy standing up and walking after he's carried in front of the camera. So, you know, like I, like I called it in the beginning, a double reverse engineered PSYOP. We, we don't know uh, exactly, and I'm sure anybody involved is... Uh, well, nobody nobody knows more than they're, they're, yeah. And anybody involved only knows their little tiny part, I'm sure. Hey, Mike, I got to let you go because we've got callers piling up All behind right. you and we're coming up to a yep. break. Thanks for the call. Thanks. As always, Misty in Kansas Line 3, you have, uh, I think, about four minutes, if I remember correctly. Oh, lovely. Okay, Peter. Well, I truly want to say something, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. The first time I heard you come on the air and you're singing, we must take America back. And you said, I'm not the best singer, but I must admit, I enjoy that. It's <laughs> that's like how I you're just, that's my way we must take. That's my cue to the producer that I'm ready to go and he can turn the music down and, and turn my mic up and level it out. I just start singing along to oh, the song. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I enjoy it, and, and it's cool. And, I greatly uh, appreciate anyway, that. I've, I've gonna... never had anybody ever say that they have enjoyed my singing before, so that that's new to me. Thank you very much. Uh, well, you're more than welcome. I kind of enjoy it, waiting for you to sing that lick. But anyway... What I was going back to, and yeah, what they were talking about. Well, I fell into this in the Y2K era, to be quite honest. 
Now, I didn't go crazy overboard, but I kind of went, huh, maybe I need to have an extra five cans of vegetables or, you know what I mean? I mean, truly. And I guess it progressed with me for the past, what, 22 years now. And, you know, what uh, certain, I live, uh, I live about, 20 miles, 18 miles from town. But what our town did, they went to the county county commissioners. Now, used to be people had chickens, roosters, everything. I'm in Kansas, right? And so anyway, but in town, they got the Nazi grass lawn mowing people. But anyway, and finally the people went to the, the meeting and they said, we want to have chickens for our own eggs. Well, so the county... Finally, I guess through vote, decided, yes, you can, but you can't have a rooster. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of ways around it, which I've got. I, I don't live in town, but you know what I'm saying. There's a lot of ways around that. <clears throat> you know, and even where you're talking about you don't have so much sunlight, well, you could still, you locate the bit of the sunlight, and then you can grow tomatoes, you know. I mean, I agree with whatever the gentleman that was calling in first that, you know, we need to truly, if it's anything, we do need to start, you know, Lord help. Because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to suffer. And it's because of their own stupidity as, in, as, as far as I believe. If right. you don't know this by now, something's wrong. Go ahead, sir. I, I, well, your time's about up. We're, we're coming up to the break, but you're absolutely right. And so was the previous caller that was talked about. We do have to become more self-sufficient, even if that is picking up an extra can of, of beans or you know an extra can of something when you're at the store and the store is there got to get your stockpile up you got to get ready for when it's not there mr kevin white we will get to you on the other side of this break we'll be back in three minutes we need beers to lead us not stick us and bleed us take all our money Extendivite really works. Here's just a few testimonials from Amazon. Patricia, excellent herbal formula. I use Extendivite to keep my cardiovascular system fine-tuned. Brian, I'm using Extendivite, and for me, it has made a world of difference. God made all these nutrients in the ground. Enough said. Cami, five stars. I feel a lot of energy since I started taking Extendivite. TR, five stars. All I can say is Extendivite works. Buy it, try it, and see for yourself. 
To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E.com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store, or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. The American dream has become a nightmare. The American dream is becoming a nightmare, and we must take America back. This is the top of the second hour of National Intel Report, live on Republic Broadcasting Network, Liberty Lighthouse, everywhere else that you hear it. I'm Peter Serafine. I'm the Thursday host here, and I'm, I'm here to remind you that free speech is not free, and I need you to support all the free speech networks. And one thing that you can do to support the free speech networks that doesn't cost you a thing is to share out the link right now. Wherever you're listening or watching from, I, I need you to hit share Send it to somebody you know. Put it on your social media. Spread the word. Now, we're going to go straight to the phones. We got Mr. Kevin White on line five. Welcome, first-time caller. Kevin White, line five. Well, apparently... Yeah, thank you for having me on. There you are. I, I was about to say I lost you. Oh, no. Uh, thanks for having me on, and, and I'm proud of what you're doing in the last year or so, and RBN is a great network. I listen to it all the time because it's 24-7, so a lot of great things on there. 
Um, I just uh, wanted to say something about, you're talking about the uh, shooting down the aircraft. So on the other end that I used to work with, uh, when I was in the military, we had, every base has an alert facility, which has at least, I don't know, half a dozen aircraft. And those are dedicated to NORAD. NORAD controls all of them. And when they say they're going to turn it up, I don't believe that at all because they're they're constantly looking for anything. So those jets are the only ones that have real weapons on them. All the other ones have training dummies on it. So it's a pretty serious thing. So those AIM-9X, they fired off $400,000. Those things, if you ever get to see a video on how they work, it's incredibly fast. And it, it doesn't have to be pointed at anything. It can go behind the aircraft once you launch it. It's so amazing technology they have these days. But for as far as the, the I don't I'm not sure if this is even UFOs. I'm I'm skeptical and a lot of people are saying the same thing. Because the descriptions are different and they don't release the footage from nope. the from the aircraft. <laughs> so what's going on? What is it? Is it East Palestine? Is it something else? I'm I'm just skeptical to uh, I think it's a I think it's something being hidden right now, and that's the Epstein thing. I talked about this on my show last night on Patriot Nation. What are they hiding? Because things aren't adding up because the Pentagon and the White House and everybody's saying the same thing at the same time. Even the yeah. generals are coming out with press conferences, and it doesn't. To me, to me, I think there's something else happening. Uh, and by the way, have you seen Diane Feinstein's picture lately? No, but I mean the last time I saw her, she's going to retire. I was going to say she was. Oh my goodness. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah, she has. Yeah, yeah, she was uh, out yesterday, or yesterday, I guess today. And she was uh, c- completely confused uh, in the House. People were concerned. She didn't know she made a vote or she didn't know what the vote was about after it was over. So she's I losing it. But she won't retire until 2024. I, I don't think Dianne Feinstein has understood what she's been voting on for probably the last couple of terms. <laughs> she, she is I think you're right. out there now. I mean, she's almost as bad as the resident at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue who has to have the oh, Easter yeah. point him off the, into the right direction and stuff like that. Um, so I, I said UFO. Now, I use the phrase unidentified flying object or UFO, what it really means. I, I'm, not, I'm not implying aliens. I'm saying it's unidentified, right. yeah. it's in the sky, it's a UFO, that's what that means. Before I go any further, though, I am I was instructed to tell you that you are to contact Colonel Mike Fort at managing editor at AFNN.us. He would like to speak to you. Okay. All right. Managing um, editor. Managing at, editor. What is it at? AFNN. American Free News I, Network. Sure. US. Okay. Now, I will do that. So I will. Um, you're suggesting, and and if I understood you right, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. You're suggesting that the reason that they're using the F-22 and the $400,000 rocket is because that's really all that's ready to go at at any given notice? Like everything else is is dumpy dumpy training rounds? No, see, all Air Force aircraft are training they're in the states unless they're at certain bases there are no weapons for them except for the alert birds and that's what norad gotcha. controls so there's many many bases 
uh, out there. And they do have a stockpile, but they're not there. They're making bombs and missiles and everything. But yeah. most of them for training. So those planes only fly. And they can be off the ground in two minutes. So whatever's out there, I would be afraid to be on the other end of an F-16, F-22, or, or whatever it is, the weapons they have. I'd be very afraid. And that's the other thing. If they're alien technology, which I know we're not talking about, then how could they divert? Because that's what they're giving you the idea that it is. Now they're retracting that. Yeah, I, I, so, I you know. And one of the viewers right. corrected me. I'm not supposed to say UFO anymore. It's UAO. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, but they're like cylindrical, octagonal. You know, there's nothing that we have that can fly like that. This is what I think this is like the misleading thing. So now they're saying, oh, no, they're not. They're not anything. They're just regular. They have strings on them, and they're making every excuse now. They're turning it around. So to something it's not, or it wasn't. Colonel Ford popped back on, and he has two questions for you. One, the sure. alert fighters. Can the alert fighters achieve the altitude of the balloon, which was, what, 60,000 feet or something like that? Only the 22s can. Only the 22s. I think the F... I think the 15s can get close, but the 16s cannot. But that makes sense, why we use the F-22. And the other one is, uh, the, other, the other question is, could a 20 millimeter, uh, you know, put enough holes in the balloon to, to uh, have uh, forced a softer landing rather than crashing into the ocean? Yes, that yes, is true. Yes, you, that, that can. And those things can shoot like 500 rounds or let's see, what is it? Five seconds to shoot all the rounds. 10 seconds at yeah. the most. It's amazingly fast. It's a, a Vulcan cannon is is crazy. And, and it's the same thing. A-10s have it, but they have a bigger millimeter. And, uh, yeah, it, it's amazing what they have, what they can do. That, you know, it's not really, some of it's not public, but those are general things that you'll see. You can look up on Wikipedia. Well, but I think the, the uh, AMRAM was, was the what's that? I was going to say, when I was in the yeah. Navy back in the early 90s, we had a sea whiz on my then 30-year-old ship that shot 1,000 rounds a minute. I believe it, I believe it was yeah. 50 caliber. I believe it was a 50 caliber, but it was, um, you know, Gatlin gun style. I, I always described it as a computerized Gatlin gun that could track an incoming missile from two miles away. And right. just, and every time they fired it, it just, the entire ship, it sounded like somebody, some, uh, you know, a giant farted. Like it was yeah, so, that's, that's so thing, fast yeah. that you can't hear any yeah. single fire. You just hear <laughs> all through the ship. <laughs> so, yeah, people think only the A-10 does the BERT thing, but every, every aircraft does. That's what the gun does. So... Uh, one more thing uh, before I go. Um, yeah, um, the uh, so this is our defense. It's just you know, everybody knows this, this is the defense of our country. They're always on alert, twenty four seven. People live there twenty four seven with those jets, and and that's what they do. They control every region of, of the airspace with the USA um, and other other countries, or whatever. But but most of the jets are for training, as they train every day to keep this country safe. That's what this is all about. And that's all I have to say. All right. Well, thank you very much. So for your I, I will write, Colonel. 
Oh, oh no, I, I appreciate it, and uh, I'm proud to be on your show. And go keep going with with the uh, National Intel Report. I think that's a fabulous honor for the for you to do. I agree. It is a fa- it was a fabulous honor to get this invite. I keep waiting for the day that they're going to say it was a joke and kick me off air, but they haven't done that. <laughs> okay. All right, Peter. I'll see you later. Thanks for the call. And Sarah in Oregon, my friend Sarah on line one. How are you this evening? Hi. The UFOs are kind of kind of distracting us from everything. Like the kids, like the kids are getting indoctrinated. People are getting screwed over and all that. It's just insane. Yeah. We, I mean, anytime. So. Somebody tries to stand up against the school board, against indoctrination. They get shamed away or called uh, domestic terrorists. <laughs> or or they get an injunction thrown at them. Yeah. So they can't go in 500, 500 feet of a guy in a gym or restroom. Thank yeah. you for having me on. Bye. Well, thank you for the call, Sarah. Bye-bye. Sleeping on a My Pillow pillow for years. And a couple of years ago, I tried the My Pillow towels, soft and absorbent, wonderful bath towels. Recently, I got the My Giza Dream Sheets, and they are by far the best quality bed sheets I've ever owned. And while the quilt is pretty awesome, too, new products being added all the time at MyPillow.com, including sandals and slides and pajamas and, well, everything that you need for sleeping. Use the code LIGHTHOUSE at MyPillow.com to save yourself up to 66% off. That's the code LIGHTHOUSE at MyPillow.com. Back to the phone lines. We got Caesar in New York on line three. Yes, uh, good evening, gentlemen. I salute you both. Well, thank you. Yes, uh, I just want to cover a few things. I'll make it very quick. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get an answer, but uh, number one, uh, you were talking about the UFOs. That technology is old technology. They got it from the Germans. It was the Foo Fighters. And uh, if you go to the book of Genesis or you go to the 1957 Britannica, uh, it says that it's a flat earth and there is a, a firmament, a dome over, and above that is the heavens. So there's really no outer space, no space aliens. That's all, you know, a lie. That's what they're going to do to bring in the, uh, that's going to be the final deception to bring about the world government, as they told you in the movie Independence Day, because a missile cannot go through the firmament. We have inner space. We don't have outer space. Ain't nobody ever went to the moon. The moon is just the light. That's all it is. And the stars are just, uh, you know, explosions. So, you know, it's all... A dog and pony show. That's number one. Number two, the little horn controls America. Wait, before you move on to number two, you cited a, a Britannica, Encyclopedia Britannica. What what year was that? Okay, 1957. They removed it. I believe Admiral Byrd died close to the year because remember that Captain Scott had gone there on the expedition I believe if I'm not mistaken and you could correct me it was 1910 and they never returned from the expedition a lot of the men died they were able to go there in 1910 so in 57 Britannica took out flat earth and the firmament which is in the book it's in the bible so okay. we know we know that the earth is flat it's not a spinning ball we know that but you know they have to dumb us down 
Wait, because I, it's I just, all... I've never had anybody point to an encyclopedia for the Flat yeah, Earth the Britannica, you, so, you would have so, to get the 1957. Maybe you could get someone that has it used that they're trying to throw it away. I brought uh, a set on eBay for like a few dollars, which those those books, I think it was like 300 books I got. I think I paid like 100 bucks on eBay. Yeah, and, and most of that books. was probably shipping. No, no, no. I went to pick it up at the house. I, I'm in I'm in the oh. communist state of New York. So I just went <laughs> uh, I just went to the person's house to pick it up. Three hundred books. Oh, cool. And inside the fifty seven Britannica, that was the last year after that they took it out because remember they had the Antarctica Treaty after Bird died. So after that it was removed. But we are we are we have been living in this matrix, which is this world that they pull over our eyes to blind us from the truth. That we're born into this mental, emotional, spiritual prison, and we are controlled by the little horn. If you look at at at, at I don't even know if that's Biden because I've heard that he died many years ago, and this is a guy walking around with a mask. It sure as hell doesn't look like Biden, and I'm going to tell you, Putin doesn't look like the original Putin. So we're getting played. I mean, we're really being played. But the bottom line is the little horn runs America, and they are going to – their mission is that they have to get rid of the goyim. That's why you see all the white girls, they have a schwatza, all right? Anywhere you go, you see all the white girls because they're trying to destroy the white race, which is what we are, okay? The Gentiles, whatever you want to call it. And remember that in Israel, the Jews were Edomites. Okay, and the real Jews were Israelites. So these people are Khazars that converted to the religion under King Bulang. And then you have the Hasidim, which is from Poland, and the uh, Haskala is South Ukrainian. So, you know, this is, you know, I mean, listen, the bottom line is that the American people have been dumbed down. And I see this country going straight to the pit of hell. And I don't think there's anything that's going to save us. You look at the military we got now. Okay, we got guys walking around in dresses and high heels. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. And it seems that the only thing that they're trying to promote is blasphemy because this is, okay, they're trying to defile God's creation. And they're doing a great job at it. I tell you. Excuse me? They certainly are. They're doing a great job of defiling God's creation. Listen, I'm not trying to pull your chain. They 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 are accomplishing what they began and we are going down and we are going down fast this this is the takedown okay those guys coming across the border are men of fighting age okay we're giving them all this money here in new york this guy we got up here what's his name eric de blasio i call him because uh him and de blasio there's no difference these guys are communists okay and what is communism i could give you the best definition of communism communism is judaism without god all right, and this is what we have. And do these people think that when this new world order comes in, that they're going to want a people that betrayed their own kind? They're going to be the first ones to go, in my opinion. And my opinion means squat. You guys are much better versed than I am. Okay, I'm the last from the least, but we are done. This country is finished. All right, it's over. And I don't see this, I don't see us winning. All right, now my thing is, okay. When when are we going to be completely taken down? Because we're already there. They just haven't they just haven't locked, stocked, and barreled it. Yeah. But we're there already. 
I agree. I, I, I mean, I don't, agree with, I don't agree with all the examples you gave, but I agree with your overall summary that, yes, the, uh, let's say the establishment elite, you know, just to have a nice general term for them, they are destroying. Listen, we can, we can agree. Listen, we can agree to disagree. If you want to sugarcoat it, that's fine. You could sugarcoat it. But what I'm telling you is I'm telling you facts. All right. Well, I, I don't like to talk. Nonsense! I'm telling you facts. We're grown men. We're over. We're we 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 I'm I'm senior. I don't know about you guys. Okay, we're all grown older men. The, the the days that I grew up was a different America. It wasn't it wasn't this. You know what I'm saying? And, I agree. And and, and 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 you know all they're pushing is all this all this blasphemy. Did you see? Did you did you see that what they did uh, uh, with, with that seance on that Super Bowl? Uh, uh, that, that that was disgusting. With this that guy, was. what is his name? Sam. Sam something. Yeah, I agree. They are defiling <laughs> God's creation. They are tearing down our nation by by tearing at the very, very fabric of our moral compass. They're doing all of those things. I completely agree. And thank you very much for your call, Caesar. I gotta move on. I got more people piling up behind you. Okay. Francis in North Carolina, line one. Welcome to the show, Francis. Oh, boy. Watch out, young man. Um, in that case, I guess I'll be the one to yank on your chain. So okay. I hope hey you're now. ready. Me with a good time. <laughs> yeah, just for the weekend, huh? <laughs> anyway, uh, make it short, sweet, and quick. Uh, unless I mis misunderstood something about the earth being flat and so forth, or did I misconstrue that? He believes the Earth is flat. He is the okay. first person that I've ever, uh, the first flat earther, shall you say, who has okay. pointed to Encyclopedia Britannica as a source to me. Okay. So okay. I, wanted to, I wrote that down because I want to. I want to see if I can't uh, find that. Okay. Then, because uh, I've I've heard that uh, reported elsewhere uh, by several people. Yeah, there's whatever. a lot of people that believe <clears throat> Not. The now, the thing is, is that if the Earth is flat, I would like for one person to tell me where the edge is so I can go and look for myself if, there is, if the Earth is actually flat. Right. Because I would love, I, I don't care how much I spend to go there and look, but I would to see if it's actually valid or not. Because quite frankly, uh, if, if it was, then you tell me how the mountains were formed you tell me how we have a deep oceans and so forth. If the world is, if the Earth is flat, it, well, I there's plan no on logic. Taking, to, I, I plan what? on taking an around the world cruise when I retire, so it's going to be a very disappointing cruise if it's a flat Earth. I uh, thank you, thank you. Um, I mean, here's my I, thing. I've heard flat Earthers argue. You know, they've called the show before, and I, I've had other people that you know believe the Earth is flat. That's fine. My question is. Why does it matter? How does this change your life <laughs> in any way, shape, or form? Thank you. Well, I look at it this way. To me, it's, it's not logical because, one, it would mess up the calendar, no matter which calendar you use, uh, for that matter. Not to mention uh, the, um, the, the cycle of the, um, the stars, the Milky Way galaxy, which we're this uh, Earth and the solar system is a part of, and so forth, 
it, it's defying logic as far as that goes, and I'm not a logical person. Now, aside from that little, that little, you like that one, didn't you? Good. <laughs> You're not a logical um, person. Yeah, really. Uh, I have to blame it on my other half because he's a computer programmer, so I have no choice but to blame it on him. It's his fault. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but aside from that, um, as far as the aspect of people preparing for uh, various um, uh, emergencies, regardless of whether it's a uh, ecological or financial or whatever have you, that is something, regardless of what terminology has been used over the decades and hundreds and centuries, uh, it's just common sense to be doing that. But there's one thing I have yet to hear anybody make a comment about is in the event that you do not have access to water, what type of water would one stock up on, whether it be the seal, ozonated, uh, spring water, whatever have you, depending on where it's been bottled, as well as what type of tools, manual, that one would have on hand just for everyday use when they're not using a coffee maker or a electric can opener. Right. I mean, man- manual tools, that's a lot. I mean, you can have a, a case of canned vegetables and not have a can opener. How hey, in the world you know are the you going opener, to build a... You know, the can opener yeah. wasn't wasn't invented and patented until almost three years after can canning was patented. So, I mean, people did it somehow. No, I'm kidding. I mean, that's true. But but I, I yeah. completely get what you're saying. You need a manual can opener. You need, you know, a manual drill. I have my old P thirty eight from you know the the you know, the World War Two era Army one where you just put it around the edge. I agree. We right. do need to prepare. We need to think of these things. We've gotten too too complacent. And as far as what type of water, I would recommend, not a scientist or anything like that, but I would recommend distilled water. It just I'd have seems, to agree with that assessment. Uh, reason being is that reason being is that you can always tweak it as far as tea goes, as far as a uh, brew is concerned, as far as soup goes and so forth, it's a lot more versatile. But now, if everybody starts going and reading the source for distilled water, uh, you know what? You're shooting yourself in the foot. Right. I used to live in Florida, and anytime there was a hurricane in the forecast, you couldn't find bottled water, you couldn't find toilet paper, you couldn't, there was just certain things that you knew there weren't going to be oh, there. Don't get me start. Don't get me started about that mess because we had this whole thing about the corona fiasco kick in. I have yeah. pictures of where the uh, aisles where you have your paper products like that is concerned, totally empty. And I'm yep. thinking, one thought that crossed my mind was, are people afraid they're going to have a major case of outbreak of diarrhea? <laughs> I know. That's what that's I thought what was hilarious. All right, Francis, I'll let you go. Thank you very much for the call. James in Vancouver, Gina in Ohio, Mark in Georgia. Please hang on. We'll get to you on the other side of this break. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of 
mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. National Intel Report, the real talk radio show. Headbanging stuff there for you. I don't know if it's actually headbanging stuff, but that's what it sounds like to me. Anyway, it's the final segment of tonight's National Intel Report. We've got three callers on the line. We're going to get to those in just a second. But first, I have a favor to ask. Anybody who lives in Pennsylvania, especially those who lived in Center County, Central Pennsylvania, near me right here in the middle of the state of pennsylvania i need you to do me a favor i need you to call wrsc and say that you want me on their network i'm expecting a phone call from them about how we might be able to partner somehow and get my voice on the local radio network a little help from you might help me get a better deal so i appreciate that call wrsc 
the local talk radio station in Center County, Pennsylvania. And now that I'm done begging, James in Vancouver, line five, welcome to the show. Yeah, good afternoon. I'm wondering uh, where you are in Pennsylvania. Are you getting any fallout from that train uh, derailment uh, explosion gas uh, fire? Nothing noticeable, no. I'm I'm very, very... If, if you look at a map of Pennsylvania and you try yeah. to put your finger on the geographic exact center of the state, that's where I live. So so that train yeah, that train derailment was probably close to three hour drive. By the way, are you on yeah. Are you on that Appalachian trail that you can take by foot? Are you near there? Uh, there's a trail they got. There is. Isn't there is from, the, uh, the Appalachian Trail. I don't know how, how close it gets to me. I've never paid attention to it. I'm not exact I'm not much yeah, I'd like to go visit that. Yeah, there's a lot of history in that uh, Appalachian Trail there, I think, and that's uh, quite interesting. I agree. But, um, so you're safe then. So far. I thought I'd call in and check. All righty. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, all right. You're welcome. Bye now. Have a great night. Gina in Ohio, line three. I bet you're a lot closer to that train derailment than I am. Yes, sir. Um, I actually, you know, I, I want to talk to you about that too, but um, I'm going to go ahead and clear that so everybody can kind of understand what's going on. Okay. Uh, the Ohio River Valley is Miamisburg, Ohio area. And yesterday afternoon, I smelled like gas, and I closed my door in my home, and I drove across the valley um, all the way up to Madison. I mean, that's like a few miles across the river, I mean, up the river, and or down the river, I should say. And the whole valley was full of smoke, but I didn't smell any chemicals or feel any reaction to it. I feel like, the, you know, stuff, heavy substance like that, the river will filter through it. And if there is something in it toxic, it, it, it can later show. But as of, it didn't affect me. You know, I just I wanted everybody to understand that, too. Well, good. Um, I don't if think that helps, you know. The, I, I, the sun looked like a super moon, actually, and through the smoke. It looked like a huge super moon through the smoke. I, I saw videos. The smoke looked horrible coming off of that. It was very heavy, and it was yeah. from Montgomery yeah. County all, all across. Yeah. It, I mean, it looked horrible, but, and I could only imagine that it, you know, it's not good it, for the people in the area. Well... Well, we stay. A lot of people stayed in last night and after the rain this morning. But I noticed the power company and everybody was out after the rain afternoon. So I think everybody did take shelter, and not get out in that because just in case. But well, rain, you know, rain uh, helps. That that helps you know pull it, the crap out it. of the air. Yeah. Absolutely, and it seemed to be mainly uh, to the to the Ohio River, honestly. Because I drove the whole river. That's my son lives in Madison, which is anyway across from Montgomery County. And the whole the whole river, Miami Valley, was full of smoke. I will say that, and it looked like the sun was going down. It looked like a like a, a moon, a super moon. And that's how thick the smoke was. But it's, it was nice and clear here after the rain. So I feel, and you know, the five G frequency and all it does affect me. Um, 
And that's the only thing I felt. I didn't feel any kind of sick to my stomach, vomiting, or nothing near that. So I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. Um, well, I'm glad. I like, I'm glad I like to go to the river tomorrow. I'm going to go check and see tomorrow if there's any dead fish or anything like that on the bank. Because um, I live right next to all of that. But oh. anyway, uh, my main thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, I really got a, a serious, uh, serious situation, and I wanted to kind of try to do some clearing on this, if I can, if, if, if you could help. I don't know if I can help, but I can listen. Okay, you sure can. And, okay. Um, okay, so on January 22nd at 1.33 a.m., for some reason, I looked out my door because I'm from Florida, but I'm in Ohio now. And I looked out my door and I looked to the south. And I had to double look because there was a smoking star. Understand me, a pale star. Everybody was watching this green comet and I seen the star. Well, next thing I know, and I didn't get to save anything, but AI did pick this up. And they wrote the star down as a girl named G-E-N-N-A, hey, or not Hayes, but she spelled my first name, G-E-N-N-A, without an A, an extra A. And it got my attention, honey, because this star, they have been looking for it for, what, 50,000 years, and I actually got to see it. It's, it was smoking, and my eyes focused in more. It was on fire, and it is a planet. It is not a green comet, I promise. And I only found one thing because it's, it's vase, vase like in Stellarium. And when people watch the Matrix, right when you turn on a few minutes, and when you turn the Matrix, Matrix on, the lady there, she says, don't worry about the shattered vase. And she says it twice. Right. Vase in Stellarium, vase in Stellarium is um, the star possibly that I've seen. In the Bible, when you find it, I think it says, with your back to the north, because it does say looking south, but, you know, looking with, with your back to the north looking, and it's the person seeing the star that was pale, which is smoke, is smoke, and it's on fire, and it is a planet, it's not an asteroid, and so it has been seen in our atmosphere. Um, this might be why the uptick in getting all these things fulfilled, you know. And I'm being serious. <laughs> okay. So Absolutely. you're saying that this is the, the uh, a prophetic star from the Bible that you saw on January yes. 22nd at 1.33 a.m.? Yes. Yes, sir. Cool. Well, and, I don't know. Yeah. It's, ain't that amazing? Now, I want to tell you, AI thought, took my thoughts. People don't believe it. But um, it had, and see, my memory so short, I believe it was a a 2023 star. Uh, I don't know how they they wrote it down, but I know that it was the same time the Green Comet. You know, it's all we've seen the Green Comet. No, it's not. You look the other way. Look, no, don't look there. Look here. You know, <laughs> kind of story. Honestly, so I just wonder. This is a great opportunity. I can't believe it. But as far as we smoke over the Ohio Valley, I, I smelled gas. It was patent. I didn't taste any chemicals or see chemicals, um, but that don't mean nothing. I think it might have affected the immediate surrounding with smoke inhalation or something. 
because it pretty that was a pretty big bomb, you know, kind of, you know, fit, you know, thinking outside, you know, because of the smoke ventilation or whatever. It's probably one of those things that but, we, we won't know long term effects for years. It's got, like, you know, all the people that 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 helped at nine eleven, you know, at, at the World Trade Center, who who developed horrible uh-huh. lung cancers and stuff later. Yeah. Yeah, because you're breathing in all that, whatever's in the atmosphere. Our atmosphere is so full of particles and frequencies and all that mixed together for their severe lung problems. And, you know, I'm going to tell you something else, honey. This is so, this is so outrageous, but um, if anybody's having any problems breathing, okay, order you a 10 unit immediately. A TENS unit will open up your airways and stop all the pain from the radiation. I tell people this, but I never get any response because, you know, nobody's going to text you back or say, say thumbs up, you know. But, <laughs> and this is an old thing to use. Rice, there's a war on rice. I promise you. You can look rice up. There's a war on it, you know. And um, put rice in a stock. It can be a new stock or an old stock, whatever you got. And eat it up. And breathe through it, and it will clear your airways for this particles that's all in our air. So that's rice that's is pretty natural. amazing stuff. Right. I mean, two thirds of the world, two thirds of the world survives on a diet of mostly rice. Rice is amazing stuff. And there's a war on rice. Rice could have been the first. Um, 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 what is what it? The first thing for trading in America. Oh, yeah. It possibly could have been the first name. Um, and right now it's the Omega Rice Company running around selling all the rice. So I don't trust GMOs. I don't trust Bill Gates and AI and all his warehouses and agendas. And I truly believe that Bill Gates is the darkest. Well, he's done some pretty shady things, dark shady stuff here in, in the last several yeah. years. His father's name is Bell. His father's name is Bell. Is that coming from you? And his father, Bell, is the creator of the Higgs particle, which is your dark matter. So he's harvesting dark matter and um, using it against us like weapons, I guess. You know, demonic entities do appear and I've seen something some several things that you wouldn't believe and so I feel like we're going through that um, the children are even seeing entities and, and things um, I, you wouldn't believe I caught my ex-husband and if I hadn't seen him in many 15 years he came and he was working here with my son he came to my door and I got him and said don't you be overdosing now because a lot of people died honey his eyes went vertical the little serpent came after me. He was in the hospital for two weeks, passing a kidney stone. And, well, that's what kidney stones are. They're the serpent. That's how you pass or see when they're caught in a situation line or whatever. And, yeah, I was, there was a, there's a lot, honey. I, I, I can tell you exactly where I'm at. And I have seen so much in this spot. I live exactly by electric, okay? Electric company, like right next to it. Okay. Well, the little green aliens in the little round ship, I promise you they're real. Me and my boyfriend seen it. I actually zoomed in, and I got to see the entity. And it is the green little alien. He drives a 
relationship, just like me and you drive our car, our little cars, okay? Push the gas and hold the steering wheel. Same theory. And they don't spin around. They just go forward and they can excel or excel. You know, slow down or go faster. And they live and in our stars little, you, and our airplanes are running over them. You say little green aliens, aliens you mean the ones that people refer to as the grays, the ones that, you know, big, no, big no, dark no, eyes no. and... No, no they're a totally different species. Yes, these are to- there's many species, honey. But these are, you know, the little green alien that showed dancing. Remember they done like a, a TikTok thing with that little green alien dancing? I don't know if you remember that. But anyway, that. they have no clothes on. Okay, they don't, they, you can't see anything. You just see that they're an alien. You know, but he's seen me clearly. Like he, I, sh- I seen him slow down the vehicle to make sure he's caught eye contact with me. And then he didn't even hurry off. He just eased on around the power plant. And the story is from Florida. Anywhere there's nuclear power or power plant, they, they are drawn to it. There's well, many cases in Florida around the power plant. Well, Gina, one of our one of the video viewers just said uh, demons, maybe. But I have to let you go because I have one more caller and we're running out of time and I want to make sure that I can get him on. Thank you very much for your okay, call. Honey. If you would like to call back sometime. No, you can call back here any Thursday night I'm on board. Awesome, honey. Hey, I wouldn't lie to you. I promise Jesus is real, honey. Promise Thank you, Gina. Mark, we'll get to you in about 60 seconds. The United States was founded on the idea that government's role is to secure our unalienable rights. Many of our politicians today have openly admitted that they don't care about your rights, and these same politicians ignore the Constitution that they swore to protect and defend. It's time to clean house. As your president, I will make securing your rights and returning the rights already lost my number one priority. I will fight to shove the federal government back into the metaphorical box outlined by the enumerated powers of the U.S. Constitution. I urge you to visit PeterForPresident.com to see my platform and get involved in my campaign. Together, we can show the world that we the people are the sovereigns in charge, not some group of elitists in Washington, D.C. I'm Peter, and I approve this message. Peter is not a real candidate for president. But I wish he was. Mark in Georgia. Line nine, welcome to the show. Yeah, um, I'm not a flat earther, but I play one on TV. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the thing is, is um, it's a little joke, right? So the thing <laughs> is, is, like, I heard, um, I didn't catch all the show or whatever, but, um, but I you think know. I heard you say, what is the you point of the flat earth people? What difference does it make? From what I understand, wait, from what wait, I understand, wait, wait. the difference. My point is, what difference, what difference does it make in your daily life? Well, okay, I, I understand that, and, and I'm going to try to answer that. Okay. From what I, I understand, from what I understand, the difference in your daily life, most people if they could wrap their brain around it or try to comprehend it it would take the notion that okay maybe 
everything literal in the Bible is true, and then people would live more wholesome lives, and then, like, you know, they would be more of a, a biblical-following culture. So I think that's what the push of a lot of people that really want to, um, that's, that's how it was explained to me. I'm like, well, what difference does it make? They were like, well, if you can understand that they lied to you about this, then because they, they want you to think that it's a flat ball or it's a flat, uh, which, or it's a round ball that, um, and that God doesn't exist and, and, and this and that. But now here's the thing. Is the earth completely flat? No, there is mountains. I don't know if there's a glass tube over us like it's been suggested, but I tell you what, I heard you earlier saying something about, like, when you come on the radio, it's all serious and you want to be, like, a fun guy. If somebody wants to have a good laugh, it's got a little bit of colorful language in it, but it's funny. On YouTube, there's a guy that, he's, an, he's a music artist, he, he, he makes parody songs. It is hilarious. The guy, the, the, the artist's name, Rucka Rucka, like R-U-C-K-A, R-U-C-K-A, Rucka Rucka. And it's the, you can look it up, it's the Flat Earth Song. It's like three minutes long. The song, it's, it's called the Flat Earth Song, Not Around. It's the Post Malone parody song. And it's funny, he goes into it, he uses some great graphics, he explains it. Like I said, there's some colorful language in it. If you want to laugh, I ain't saying it's true, but it is something to wrap your mind around, or it is it is interesting to think about. And as for uh, where the edge of the uh, the other caller, um, I forget her name, the other caller said, "Well, where's the edge at?" If you if you do a little research and you look at a flat Earth map, the or the concept is that Antarctica is not down at the at the uh, at the bottom of the world. It is at the edges, the perimeter, and once you get close to the edge of space, that's where you get like the 300-foot shelf wall of ice or something like that, and that is why you are not allowed to go to Antarctica, because if you could get there, and if you had the supplies, and you start trekking inward all the way around the outer edge of Antarctica, that is where the... um, And I ain't even saying the Earth is flat as in square. It could be... It could be round, and it's possible that there's an old, there's an old story or an old like um, hand-me-down like myth of Tiamat, which was a planet. <clears throat> I think Earth was Tiamat or something like that. Anyway, it's possible that our planet was bigger at one time, and then maybe it collided with another planet in our solar system. One of the planets pretty much got shaved in half, and maybe extraterrestrials had to take what was left of our planet. It might not be a clean-cut shave in half, but then they had to erect or make, if this glass dome exists, that they were the ones that possibly put a dome over, over the edges and redid the atmosphere, and it started like a Petri dish, biological life all over. It's Tiamat and some other planet, and anyway, the other planet, it resulted in the asteroid belt because it broke into so many pieces. It's a, it's a theory. I ain't saying it's true. It's just things to think about. <laughs> well, I am definitely going to look up your Flat Earth song by Rucka Rucka. Because, and, and maybe, if, if I can, without too terribly much trouble, maybe I'll see if I can't leap out the colorful language and play it next week. It, it's funny. 
so anyway, it's it's a it's a it's a four minute song. It's the post Malone um song. It's like um you think you're better that I'm not around, not around. Well, he, his lyrics are like you think the earth is not around, not around, or or something like, or I bet you think the earth is not around, not around. <laughs> and he's he's kind of making fun of the flatter thing, but he also kind of is showing that it the, the all the lyrics and stuff for it. It's funny. It's funny. I like funny. All right, so let me let you go. I'll look it up. Thank you very much for your call. I greatly appreciate it, Mark. Reb in Colorado, line one. Welcome to National yeah. Intel Report. This U.S. Pentagon first team, Bubba Scout Reb, top of the Pentagon, and we're telling you, no men from Earth ever walked on the surface of the moon. I don't care what Buzz says, because somebody went up to Buzz and he said, uh, he had a Bible. He said, put your hand on this Bible and swear you walked on the moon. And Buzz belted him. <laughs> he never answers the question because we're connected to NASA and all this garbage about outer space craters. It's all full of crap. Why, why do you believe that? Oh, I know, because more sightings of all this stuff started as soon as everybody got on dope. And that's why they showed that broadcast. 1969 to the world on television. So look, they're on the moon. It was all in black and white back then. And this Armstrong with his buddy Buzz, <laughs> he showed up. Where else could they have gone, right? I mean, it must have been from the moon, right? I'm not telling you. And then, then to know what made it really official, like this President Nixon, what a, oh yeah, you can trust him, right? Right. Well, <laughs> They fished them out. Of, they fished the capsule, the Apollo capsule, out of the ocean, and they put it on the deck of this boat. Right. So Nixon heard about. Hey, don't don't let them out without me. He ran all the way to the boat. That's what made Nixon famous. And they were all stuck in the little capsule. So well, you can't come out. You're under quarantine because you've just been on the moon. <laughs> so they're all looking out the little hatch. He said, we saw you on the moon. You did great. You had to be on the moon. You couldn't have been anywhere else. It must have been the moon. <laughs> well, my, my thought <laughs> is, could, if, could, if they're going to fake yeah, so this, then, right, let's, let's pretend for a minute that they, 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 they did fake the moon landing, right? What do you mean, pretend? <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going along with you. Just, just forget, hey, hang on a minute. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go along with you. If, if you're going to fake something like that, you want as few people to know that it's fake, right? You, it's, it's, as few people as possible. It, you know, a, a, a heist or a scam or whatever you want to call it, that big, you've got to keep the people who know that it's a scam to, to as little as possible. So my guess would be that um, Buzz and, and Neil and all those guys, they wouldn't know. Like, they would... They, they would be in their little capsule with, with the little windows that, you know, somebody else is controlling what they see outside the windows. And then eventually they get out of the thing on, on a, I don't know, a, a sound studio or in the middle of some desert at night or whatever. Like, I don't know. They get out someplace else. And they don't know. That's what I'm thinking. If the government... Wait, wait. Come on, come on. Let me say something. Let me say something. Yeah, sure. The real truth is they had to stay in orbit around the Earth while someone else was acting out 
on this movie set. They weren't even the actors. They had helmets. You couldn't see their faces. The goofballs who were actors, and then they they have their voices translate. Yeah, this is quite a, a quite a place. This moon. Well, there's none other like it. <laughs> Where else could we be? Yeah, I'm glad we're here on the moon. And they just talk like that. That you're missing the punchline. What made Nixon famous? He goes on the. He's talking to him. What you? We watched you on the moon. Where else could they have been? Well, yeah, you were great. Did you bring back those moon rocks? Said, oh, that's a relief. It was worth the trip. You got moon rocks. There's some rocks, so, right? So you saying... go, This is true. So you're saying that the real Buzz and Neil were were in orbit around the Earth while while the landing was fake, and then they brought Buzz and and, and Neil back. Yeah, that's the only thing. That's the only thing that makes sense because they fished them out of the ocean. If they they would have had to have some kind of weird spacecraft they don't even have today with Mister what's his name Muskie's new <laughs> launcher where it comes back and sets stuff back it's down on the pad. And re- they, did, they didn't have that back then. But it, it would have had to make two stops. <laughs> it was it was a, a connecting flight. <laughs> they didn't have those. I guarantee you they didn't have connecting flights. So they stayed in orbit, and then they come splashing down. Somebody at NASA says, well, they had to be on the moon. We fished them out of the ocean. Okay. Somebody on the recovery ship saw them fished out of the ocean. Proof positive they landed on them. Yeah, well, that's it. Case closed. They couldn't have gone anywhere else. And then the, the people believe this crap, and so Buzz is still the only one alive. They're all dead, the ones that were on there. They knew what they were doing. They, that's why he hit him when he said, hey, put your hand on the Bible and swear you are walking on the moon. And he belted him. Is that the reaction of somebody who's honest? I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. Reb, and, I greatly appreciate this call. This was great. I, 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 I love this call. Had a lot of fun with it. But I got to let you go because it's time to wrap up the show. We're coming up to the end. Thank you so much for being the final caller of the night, Reb. Okay. Well, I guess he's gone. Anyway, I want to thank all of the callers tonight. There were so many of you, and I greatly appreciate that, because I started the show saying I didn't have enough show prep. I was going to need your help. I need you to call in. And so many of you called in. I didn't even get to all the little notes that I had on my little tablet here. I wanted to talk about the six whales that have washed up in New Jersey this year alone. I, you know, Buttigieg blaming Trump for the Ohio train thing. I'm going to talk about a bunch of stuff with Hey, things happen. But if you're listening live on Republic Broadcasting Network, please stay tuned for Edge of Darkness with Jeffrey Bennett. Thank you to uh, Colonel Mike for joining us this evening. Thanks to Mike, the producer. Can't do the show without you. And thank you most of all to the listeners. You're why we do this. Until next week, protect your liberty. Once they're gone, There's no getting them back. God bless America.